Hi, I'm Dan. And I'm Emily. And welcome to the Solent Sessions podcast. Just a show where we explore our minds, chat about lived experiences and hear the powerful stories of real people living real lives. From conversations with well-being experts and people in the community, we'll learn what it really means to be your own best friend. We won't hold back though, and we'll be having some of those real, raw and sometimes difficult conversations to help raise awareness in the world of well-being. So let's dive right in. Hi everybody, thank you all so much for joining us once again um, as we go into those real um, honest and sometimes, you know, um, raw conversations that hopefully will help everybody um, improve on their health and well-being in some sort of way. We're actually following on from the last episode of our last series um, about um, the power of diversity and inclusion and once again we have got the wonderful Ophelia Matthias. Oh actually it's Ophelia Watson now but it's not changed on here. I think so. Congratulations are in order. Thank Um, you very much. And also the lovely Leon Herbert. So, guys, welcome back. Thank you. Thanks Thank for having you. us back. Yeah, thanks for having <laughs> us. Oh, not a problem. Not a problem at all. So, last time we uh, spoke a little bit about um, your own experiences, your lived experiences, um, about inclusion and sort of what it means to you. Um, but I think what we're going to do and I think we're just again we're just going to jump straight in and get in with the hot topic of um, inclusion within our workplace our organisation how you guys um, feel we're doing in terms of inclusion um, the sort of learning that we've discovered from our work and also what we're doing to move forward I know that's probably quite a long question um, but let's just go for it and and see where we end up so guys inclusion in Solent what 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 are we thinking do you want do you want me to take that that, that one first well I mean I guess you know in inclusion in in Solent I mean, just, I mean, it's just that's such a huge question, really. But to, to sort of break it down, uh, you, you know, rather than sort of going into talking about health inequalities and kind of, you know, the, the inequity into kind of services and kind of one thing or another, I, th- I think it's about, you know, accepting and valuing um, cultural diversity, you know, individual uniqueness you know that that thing we touched on in the previous session around bringing your authentic self to work being able to develop uh, to, to demonstrate fairness and equity um considering our own biases you know i know that's something that gets kind of um rolled out quite frequently but do we really really you know unpack that and understand it um you know yeah this the stuff around being kind of non-judgmental and having honesty and transparency um you know how we interact with each other you know how respectful we are you know in in a kind of verbal and, and non-verbal communication um type of way um yeah equal opportunities around things like career development um because it's it's not always a level playing field um, for everybody, and we have to acknowledge that and um, 
and deal with that. In fact, the, the last meeting that I, that I was in this morning was focused exactly on that uh, around how we can, you know, look at our recruitment processes. Um, I think safe working as well. You know, a safe working environment is so so important uh, for people to to feel that they're valued uh, by by the organisation. You know, kind of coming into work and and knowing that not just your colleagues or your team have got your back, but but the the processes and systems and structures behind all of that are working for you as well. You know, because um, we're living in you know quite quite challenging times at the moment you know there's there's division in society and it you know it seeps into you know middle class dinner tables um housing estates care settings it's all kind of in the mix and we can't get away away from it so yeah so being open minded you know empathetic and having and really living our values and, 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 and engendering that speak up culture, which I know that's um, you know, something that, 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 that Dan's really passionate about as well. Yeah, I mean, I think last time, Dan, you, uh, Dan, Leon, <laughs> um, you touched on um, the fact that inclusivity starts at a leadership level. And obviously you said, you know, it's not just about your team and everybody supporting you, but it's the processes that are supporting you as well. Do you feel like the the leadership at Solon is, is working its way towards that? It, it's working its way in, in the right direction? I do, I do. And I wouldn't say that unless I really believed it. Um, you know, I can, um, I can testify to that because I think from my, my perspective, you know, we've got, um, you know, the exec sponsorship. So we've obviously got, um, you know, Sue Harriman, who, who, who's leading um the the trust and she is um there for for both dan and i in in terms of the work we're doing around the big conversation which is very much framed around discrimination so we're looking at um you know how we as an organization can really um address some of the the the, the issues and the themes that, that that we've been alerted to and we're obviously gearing up for that work to, to, to kick off at the, the end of um, October. Um, so that's really exciting. The pre-work we've been doing around uh, the Rapid Insights, um, which has just been incredible. And that's very much uh, around you know, people's experiences of discrimination. And we've been using silent um, polls to do that. So we've been parachuting into teams um, and, and really pitching these these kind of quick fire um, series of questions, and uh, you know we get the, the the information back, and then we kind of you know we kind of silently sort of um, you know kind of move off out of the the, the meeting, and that's really going to help and, and inform um, what we're doing uh, in that main uh, phase of the big conversation. So, um, and that and that has been you know we we've, we've been delivering that to to, to exec teams senior leadership, you know, frontline services, you know, a real mix, um, everybody on the same on the same level. So for me, you know, that's a real testament um, to our commitment to, 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 to really sort of take that forward. 
Absolutely. And just just for for anyone, I know you've just touched on it there, but for anybody that doesn't know and hasn't heard what, in a, in a few short lines, what is the big conversation, uh, Leon, and what's the purpose? The, the purpose of the big conversation, it's about bringing together um, bringing together the Solent community, if you like, um, from a workforce perspective, uh, right across the organisation to hear and identify their experiences of, of discrimination, uh, you know, including issues like racism, both direct and systemic, um, but also, you know, looking at other areas such as um, disability, uh, LGBTQ+, um, you know, multi-faith, uh, um, staff who are carers, um, thinking about age as well and sort of generational um, issues uh, around that, um, sexism, misogyny, you know, the big topic right now, uh, you know, in the national sort of consciousness after Sarah Everard. And so we're exploring all of this at the moment um, through the pre-work that we've been doing. And obviously, you know, we'll be taking that into the main uh, facilitation sessions that are coming up at the end of um, October uh, and the 1st of November. Brilliant and I guess um, this probably feeds into sort of Ophelia's work um, quite well as well because obviously with the big conversation is it going to sort of partnerships Leon or is it specifically for Sonet we working with partners because I know um, Ophelia you do a lot of that within your work within community engagement so I'm guessing this all links mm-hmm. in very well. Yeah, no, most most definitely. You know, we talk about the big conversation, but, you know, let's talk about a conversation. You know, one conversation can lead to so much change. And I think it's about that continuous dialogue being kept open. One of the things that we're doing um, within the team community engagement is that well, I, I think one of our biggest um, sort of uh, a positives really is how much we listen to the community we know we haven't got it right we know we haven't got it right in the past we know that the, the, there's things that we, we don't know and that the community are experts at and one of the things I really love is, uh, with the alongside communities plan that we're working with the community with is that that whole plan was built by them they were the ones that gave the objectives the kpis what they wanted so they're teaching us and telling us what it is that they need and what it is that they want they're also telling us what it is that they think that they do well it's about tapping into that and i think that really feeds into that whole idea of inclusivity um and and listen because i think leon you you mentioned earlier about language and 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 those sort of uh conscious or unconscious bias those things that we do in language is really important i was working with a group of young people doing a community documentary film just sort of about a couple of months ago and there was a young um lady that came there who had autism um and she was she worked within the group she works within our services and she's a community partner and she had her little her squidgy toys which she uses to just to relax to, to feel chill to feel cool that's what she uses as a coping mechanism and um she got her squidgies out and she said to me at the end of it you know what wow you made me feel so comfortable very much i'd never met this lady young lady ever in my life she said you know what you made me feel so comfortable and you didn't judge me and i thought well a why would i you know but the fact that she said that obviously highlights the fact that people do judge and I think part of the thing about inclusivity is making sure that, that we're not judging she wants to bring her squidgies and match with what she's wearing and do, yeah, that's how she's bringing her whole authentic self we talk about work but she's bringing her whole authentic self to come and work with us to partner alongside us and I think that's really important and that really really 
sort of filled my heart with joy because I, I kind of thought, well, gosh, I hope I never do judge people. I know, you know, sometimes we can, we, you know, you look at someone and think, oh, I bet they're this or I bet they're that. But I hope that when people do work, you know, you know I felt comfortable. I didn't feel judged. That's inclusivity because you're allowing them to be who they are. Absolutely. I think circumstances like that, Ophelia, do definitely make you think, don't they, that why why do people have to feel the need to justify you know what they do and how they come to work and if that's the way they want to do it and you know why why do we have to it's like I guess it's all this home working stuff as well it's slightly change of subject but you know when you're at home and you're on the laptop and you think I'm gonna have a break and you think well if I have a too long a break then they're gonna know I'm having a too long a break and do I need to be on my laptop all the time and are they gonna know I've just opened the door to the postman or whatever like that and I guess that's sort of that's sort of linked in some sort of strange way where maybe previously before we've all had assumptions of what we need to be at work but not actually what we want to be at work and it's it's so good to be part of somewhere where we are doing things like the big conversation, opening those doors, opening those avenues to improve and to make sure that we're doing the right things for our people and for our communities as well. Actually, people, we're all different. We have different rhythms. My idea of resting is actually might just be doing a short 4K run. That's my husband's nightmare of resting. He's like, how can you say you're relaxing? And you're like, you're not going to do a 10K run. You can do a 5K. How is that relaxing? And I'm like, that's my rhythm. That's what I need to feel. And I think it starts with that. Let's stop judging people. Let's, you know, remember that we're all different. And if that's how a person chooses to relax or wear their hair or speak or spend their leisure time, as long as they're not hurting people, people that's cool that's fine i think it's also about it's about trust as well isn't it you know you have you know back to your point emily you you've got to have trust um you know not everybody is going to be you know, strapped to their 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 laptop you know 24 7 because it's completely unreasonable but but people do start to kind of think don't they oh gosh you know i've i've, I've had a, a lunch break and i've been to the toilet oh, gosh i've had to get back to my laptop to, in case somebody you know calls or or um or, or picks up on something but you know it's at the end of the day it's about it's about what you bring to the organization it's about what you um what you deliver you know what your your, your outputs are and there doesn't have to be um a one-size-fits-all to kind of achieve that um, and I think that's what it's about as well, about making sure that people know the expectations. Yes, we have to do our, you know, full time 7.5 hours. But if you choose to have a run in the morning or do something in the morning and work a little bit later, your boss knows, you know, that's fine. Mm. You're meeting that expectation and you understand that we might do it slightly differently, but the objective will still be there. We'll still fulfill what we need to fulfill. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, it's it's good that we can have those conversations with each other and that we all respect each other for our working patterns. And every, like you say, we're all different and different things work for us. Um, so I actually haven't explained that we don't have the lovely Dan today. Um, so to the, to the listeners, Dan hasn't quite made it today, but we, we continue to plough on. He will be here for the next episode. But I guess my, my closing um, sort of statement or question for you guys, um, I know we did touch on um we've touched on loads of inclusion and um what it means for solo and what it means for you but i guess and uh, it might be a bit of an open-ended question but 
maybe sort of in the next 12 months, what do you guys want to see um, in terms of where we're at and, and how you guys feel about inclusion? What what progress do you want to make and, and, and how we as people um, can go forward? Do you, do you want me to chip in there first, Ophelia? Yeah, I mean, I get, I get, where do we want to be in sort of um, 12, 12 months off the, the, the back of everything that's sort of going on at the moment? Um, I just, I guess for me, it's, it's, you know, people's voices being heard, um, that we learn and that we, we, we kind of implement, we mobilize, you know, that our culture feels more inclusive, um, I think is, is, is another kind of measure of, of some form of success. None of this None of this is just going to kind of, we're going to get to a point and we've reached, you, you know, utopia because it just doesn't happen like that. The, you know, so, so it's, a, it's, it's got to be an evolving, you know, process that, that we don't just say, you know, it starts here and it ends there. Um, but, you know, kind of that continuing um, commitment from the, the leadership team as well, you know, within all of that to, to kind of put ourselves on a, you know, on an equal footing uh, is really, really important um, alongside each other um, within our our Solent community, and that's the workforce, that's the that's the community at large. Um, that we, you know, we really sort of come together to to, to unify our our efforts, uh, you know, and ultimately shape the experience of um, both employees. And the delivery of care, you know, that that we give. So I want to see a positive impact on the delivery of care for 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 sure. And as you know, in terms of the brilliant um, community engagement team that we've got, I mean, I've never seen a more progressive um, team at work than than the team we've got in Solent, which is testament to you know to to Sarah Balchin's um, leadership and the way that they approach engagement and they don't ever say, oh, we've cracked it, we've nailed it. So that alongside community strategy is really, really key um, to everything that we do uh, as an organization. Um, and, you know, keeping things, you know, I think we touched on it before, but but ensuring that that we evolve, you know, those systems and processes to, to keep our workforce and our patients safe that we're in tune with what's happening um, you know from a legal perspective so some of the work we're doing around anti-discrimination uh, the task force work we're doing there um, and, and embedding the national hate crime reporting strands and working with you know some wonderful people who are making changes happen or making those cha- changes real um, when you know maybe a year ago it was kind of oh you'll never do that oh gosh you know that's that's a real big ask and you know what here we are you know 12 months later and it's happening you know so who knows what's possible in another 12 months you know and the conversation we'll be having then and what we're actually going to be seeing in terms of change and measuring and and you know uh, evolving and having you know a, a, a better working environment for everybody and, and obviously the kickback that gives in terms of the services we deliver so yeah really exciting 
Yeah, definitely. Leon, I, I couldn't agree more. I, 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 um, I love what you said about the people's voices. For me, my heart, what I'd love to see in, in 12 months' time is a real increase in representation of the community voice in everything we do, from our policies to our AGMs to our committees that, you know, like they say, nothing about us without us. You know, at the end of the day, we, we ourselves are the community. You know, we live, we work within the community. So, even our language of them and us and we're together as one and I think that if we can have that synergy so that everything we do and and, and real co-production none of this oh you know we, we designed this and this service what do you think sort of consultation it's a done deal no right from the infancy um that we're really working alongside our partners in practice working alongside our staff as well because there's so many people we forget we see people in their everyday job they may be a nurse clinical comms or whatever people bring them a wealth of experience people have a history of past and a richness of things in which we can use so what i would like to see is a continuous you know a growing bigger ear of solence we're really listening to what our staff, our colleagues are telling us and really listening to what the community is telling us and embedding that in. And I think you're right, what you said about the community engagement team, just in terms of the, or, or, or the whole of the trust, we're evolving. We will never, ever arrive. As soon as we get to one, it will be something else to try and improve on. And I think if we're humble enough and willing enough to bend into shape with what the community, what the, the pulse of what people are telling us, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be great. So yeah, exciting time. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more with both of you. <laughs> well, I get I just want to thank you guys again for coming on. Um it's always a pleasure to talk to you and I feel like we have really good conversations on here and I'm really happy that we're we're able to have these really good real and honest conversations with each other and I hope everybody listening has got as much out of it as I have. Um yeah, so we're going to close can I, it can there. Can I just say one thing, Emily, that just just before we kind of sign, can, sign off of is that um, I didn't realise you played golf. And I have to say, I've got tremendous oh. admiration because golf roots out every <laughs> deficiency you, you have as a human being. And I failed miserably at it. So well done you. <laughs> and I must say... It's actually quite fitting because inclusion within golf has got a lot of work to do. And I've, um, I'm actually at my golf club. I've, um, just joined the board, um, to help with, um, sort of younger members and stamping out the, uh, misogyny and all sorts that you get in some of these deep rooted golf clubs. And, um, so actually, yeah, it's quite fitting. It all all interlinks. I mean, golf is amazing, but there's a long way for it to go. That's that's fantastic. That's that's, that's a great way to end (laughs) as well. Well done you. Definitely. And thanks to both of you. Thank you for our time. Thanks (laughs) to Bex, Silent Bex. And um, thanks to you, Emily, for being a perfect host, even though we miss you, Dan. (laughs) (laughs) thank you thank you